Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 24 of Secrets of Shadowloo. We are still in the red color-coded Warriors of Shadowloo section. Now this is going to cover all of the Warriors of Shadowloo, uh, all the way down to the bottom of the pyramid. It's going to cover these Warriors until you're fucking sick of it. There is no peon too irrelevant to Shadowloo to be covered here. But right now, we're up at the top of the pyramid. We're up here in the luxury suite talking about the World Warriors affiliated with Shadowloo. We've talked about M. Bison, Dictator. Kingpin, all-purpose psychic badass, and, unexpectedly, huge fucking nerd. We've talked about Vega, beautiful, deadly, extremely competent in both martial arts and treachery, but kind of coasting on charm. He's, he's in a little bit over his head here. Like, Vega is so rich, I'm not sure he has a clear distinction in his mind between crime and non-crime. Like, he knows that you end up having to pay money if you get caught killing someone, but you also have to pay money for Ferrari, so, like, what's the difference? Now we're on to the third world warrior of this trifecta, Sagat. And his section begins with a page on his martial arts style, Thai kickboxing. Now, obviously, unlike M. Bison and Vega, Sagat did not invent his martial arts style. Thai kickboxing has a long and storied history that I would normally be happy to Google and then describe to you to some degree of embarrassing wrongness. But there's no need to do so because it's all right here on the page. So let me just quote that and uh, let the authors take the heat for any inaccuracies. Quote, martial arts in Thailand originated as an offshoot of various Chinese war arts, such as Kung Fu. However, the style of Thai kickboxing called Mu Thai, and there's a little parenthetical pronunciation guide, it is Mu Thai. The style of Thai kickboxing called Mu Thai in Thailand itself developed independently of Chinese influences, and it became a very distinct fighting style. The fighting style was used by the people of Thailand, then known as Siam, to defend itself against its many neighboring enemy nations. The Thai people developed a proud history of remaining independent despite constant war with their neighbors, and the power of Thailand's fighting arts became legendary. Now, these style sections are, are puff pieces, right? Every one of them, it's like, oh, the style, it's unbelievable, it's legendary, they crush everyone at tournaments, they shock everyone with how cool they are. But some of them more than others. And as is often the case, Thai kickboxing is portrayed here as pretty much top tier. For whatever reason, like action and martial arts stories usually take Thai kickboxing very seriously. The text goes on to give kind of a survey of what Thai kickboxing is. It's a sport, it's hugely popular in Thailand, Everybody loves it, even kids practice it, but it's got a seamy underbelly because there's organized crime influence and gambling and everything. But that paragraph is just kind of a digression. When the text gets back to describing the fighting style itself, I, I feel the author is struggling with the fact that Thai kickboxing is pretty simple. It's a sport, a form of boxing that uses kicks and it's distinctive to and very popular in Thailand. Thai kickboxing. It's not like sumo wrestling where there's this big ritual that kind of defines it. It's not like special forces where there are all these different sponsoring, like training organizations you might be a part of. Uh, it's not like Shotokan Karate where it's like a secret art taught by only a few. And so you have to, it's just, you go to Thailand and you learn to kick people in a boxing format. Thai, kick, boxing. So deprived of any additional detail that the author wants to give, the author just kind of ramps up the intensity you can feel the author's desperation 
to emphasize to you how badass Thai kickboxing is by just writing louder. Like, here's a, a sampler of quotes. Quote, Thai kickboxers are a strange mix of discipline and iron will. Is discipline and iron will a strange mix? I don't think so. Very natural. Kind of the peanut butter and jelly of martial arts temperaments. Uh, but anyway, quote, Muay Thai fighters are renowned and often feared by fighters of other styles because of the brutal and intense training the Thai kickboxer endures to perfect his art. Oh, they train hard, you don't say. Quote, the actual fighting style of Thai kickboxing is one of the most brutal ever seen. Mmm, it's like fighting, but more so. Quote, a fighter will target her opponent's joints and head. This has proven to be the end of some fighters' careers. The brutal fiends attacking the head. Something that, for example, a special forces assassin, or a boxer, or a western kickboxer, or a kung fu practitioner, or a Spanish matador ninja, or one of M. Bison's personal disciples, would never do. Well, I mean, they all target the head, but when Thai kickboxers do it, it's intense. Thai kickboxing. A final bid now, almost accusatory, to convince the reader that Thai kickboxing is to be taken super seriously. Quote, with the defeat of Sagat at the hands of Ryu, many warriors in the Street Fighter circuit began to believe that the superiority of the Muay Thai fighters was just hype. This is a belief that has cost many fighters more than just a match. The majority of seasoned fighters remember the beating they receive from Thai kickboxers and will tell you not to get too cocky with them. You may find yourself going down for the count. You better just watch it because Thai kickboxers, they will kick you. They will, they will kick you. And if you... Oh, if you get overconfident fighting a Thai kickboxer, they will kick you and you will, you might lose your match or maybe even, it's just, it's very hard to really sell how badass Thai kickboxing is supposed to be. There's not that much to say. I mean, if you read like the members and concepts section, members quote, Thai kickboxers are chosen from the most promising young students and train night and day from childhood to be fighters. Many professional Thai kickboxers know no other occupation. In other words, pretty much all of the members of the Thai kickboxing style are Thai kickboxers. Concepts. Quote, kickboxers, gym trainers, ex-champions. I love that the first concept idea for Thai kickboxing is kickboxer. <laughs> it's like, it's like I understand why you wouldn't have that many ideas for, for interesting concepts for a Thai kickboxer. This author ran out of ideas in record time. It took zero seconds to resort to, oh, what's a good character concept for a kickboxer? Uh, kickboxer. Good job. Good job. But I do think this author managed to convey how badass Thai kickboxing is in one passage, and it offers some concrete details that constitute the secret of Shadowloo for this page. It's really more of a secret of Thai kickboxing, but I think this is acceptable because Sagat is like the second in command or whatever. He trains a lot of kickboxers under the auspices of Shadowloo, so it counts. Quote, Fighters strengthen their arms and legs by repeatedly striking trees, walls, and other hard and seemingly immobile objects. This training serves not only to strengthen a target area, but deadens it as well. This is what possibly gives them the inhuman resistance to pain for which they are famous. Now, this is really a happy accident, because I think what happened is that the author did a little bit of uh, research, or maybe had heard some things about Thai kickboxing, and heard about the traditional training practice of kicking trees. Now, what the author may not have realized is that Thai kickboxers traditionally trained by kicking banana trees, which are trees. I mean, I have to admit it, they are trees, but they're relatively soft. Like, it's not like trying to kick the shit out of an oak tree, right? I mean, you can look it up. I don't think it's very commonly done anymore, but you can find people kicking banana trees, and 
It is not like the mental image when you think of someone just fucking laying into a tree. Either the author didn't know this or didn't care, and this was just a, a jumping off point. Because it is true that the mechanism used in Thai kickboxing training is to kick resistant objects to build up that bone and, and to deaden the nerves in the shin to, to avoid the pain that would normally come with kicking in the way that Thai kickboxers kick. Now, in real life, there is a limit to what you can achieve in this way. Like, if I wanted to become a master of headbutts, well, let me rephrase. If I earnestly intended to put in the work to achieve the dream of being a master of headbutts, which obviously is an aspiration that we all share on some level, I mean, I'd rather be than not be a master of headbutts. But if I were really going to work at it, what I wouldn't do is like hurl myself headlong into trees. In fact, I wouldn't even like hurl myself headlong into the dirt over a course of months and then gradually work up to hurling myself headlong onto the pavement and then finally hurling myself headlong off of roofs and landing on my head. If I did that, I wouldn't become a master of headbutts. I would become a hospital patient receiving a stern talking to from his spouse. Or, failing spousal intervention, I would become a grisly corpse. But I think this author decided that in Street Fighter, that's a reasonable strategy for mastering headbutts. As here, these Thai kickboxers in Street Fighter, they're not just kicking banana trees, right? Maybe they're starting with banana trees, but I think they're probably kicking much harder trees as well because we know they work their way up to walls. I mean, imagine seeing a martial artist training by standing right in front of a brick wall and just fucking unloading on it with bare fists and feet. Or like, imagine uh, walking up to a metal post, like a, like a tetherball post, and just repeatedly kicking it with your shin as hard as you can. In our world, this would destroy your leg, but in the world of Street Fighter, this practically makes you a god. And that's the secret of Thai kickboxing. You can understand why other styles have not discovered and developed this training method, because number one, obviously, it's miserable. Who wants to kick a post, right? Who wants to fist fight a wall? And secondly, who would think it would work? You would assume, commonsensically, that if you continue to fight the wall, the wall will eventually win, right? Your arms will give out. No, they will not. Your fists will evolve like a bad science fiction story. Your fists will evolve through the pressure of the wall into fists that can, that can punch through walls. And this is already pretty cool for my money, but there's a key element here. Every style has an initial chi and an initial willpower. The initial chi of Thai kickboxing is two, which is minimal. Like some styles are even lower. There's a little teeny bit of mysticism in Thai kickboxing. They do get a fireball, really only because Sagat has a fireball. It, it makes no sense. But they do get like tough skin, Qi Kung healing, and Zen no mind. So there's a, there's a level of mysticism here. But explicitly, the mechanism of this training, it's not about chi. It's not about, you know, breaking the spirit of the wall. It's none of that bullshit. It is physical and it is mechanical. If you keep kicking a metal post, your shin will eventually become hard and dense and unfeeling enough to be used as a bludgeon to beat metal apart. It's a physical process that happens to your body. And that is fucking amazing. The rest of this page you can throw out, right? The moves list doesn't make any sense for Thai kickboxing. The little history lesson, it's fine, but it doesn't add very much. All the kind of bigging up Thai kickboxing, we don't really need it. The concepts, the members, they're useless. Of course, kickboxers are kickboxers. They think of themselves as kickboxers, okay. But I think the flavor of Thai kickboxing that the author is trying to get across is perfectly encapsulated by their secret, the secret of Shadaloo on this page, which is that they get where they're going by just driving their bodies into immobile objects until their bodies just fucking grow into these like hideous, unfeeling bone monsters. In a sense, it's aspirational. Now, kids listening at home, who definitely shouldn't be, don't repeatedly drive your head into the ground or solid steel. But in the world of Street Fighter, that's what Thai kickboxers do. 
and they're extremely cool, cooler than all the other fighters, because their skull bones are thick and their head nerves are dead. They also tend to be pretty single-minded. Join me next time as we address that in the biography of Sagat on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs> <laughs>